0: Welcome to Podcast at Boatwright. I am Lucretia McCulley, Head of Scholarly Communications at Boatwright Library. Our faculty interview is with Dr. Burt Ash, Associate Professor of English. He is the author of a new book, Twisted, My Dreadlock Chronicles, published recently by Agat Press. Twisted explores issues of black male identity, black vernacular culture, and black hair by narrating the journey of locking his hair while also exploring the history and cultural resonances of the dreadlock hairstyle in America. Bert, thank you for joining us today.
1: Pleasure to be here.
0: And to start off our conversation, what inspired you to write on this particular topic? Well,
1: I've been writing about black hair um, since the early 90s, published my first essay. In fact, my first scholarly essay I ever published was on black hair in Bear Eyes a Watching God and in Song of Solomon by Toni Morrison. And I knew that black hair was this sort of repository for all sorts of ways to explore identity, blackness, and gender, and um, sort of social class and all sorts of interesting sociocultural questions could be addressed through black hair. And since I knew that from my scholarship, I also, you know, in the late 1990s, actually did lock my hair. And I was keeping a journal at the time and was thinking about not just the locking of my hair, but what it means in the context of who I thought I was before I locked my hair, who I think I am as I'm locking my hair, and who I might be afterwards. And so I just sort of, you know, as, as I kept pumping out journal entries as I was sort of wrestling with these issues, it kind of occurred to me after a while that this might be a fun thing to share, and, uh, and the book kind of grew out of that.
0: All right. Well, that's fascinating to know that you started this, what, 15 or more years ago? Yeah. yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> Thank you. Well, how can the University of Richmond community use this book to address identity on campus?
1: Um, Well, the main thing is about identity and the reason why I find it so interesting to explore is that it's so squishy and so difficult to pin down. It's a reality. All of us have identities and all of us project identities and all of us read identities from other people. But you just can't kind of say, okay, this person is exactly that, or I am precisely this. So I feel like, excuse me, a book like this would be a nice way of getting at some of those nettlesome issues, some of those questions of identity, by sort of hitching a ride as this guy explores what he thinks is going on with his own identity, and could bounce whatever professors are thinking about or teaching or or chewing on off of what it, what it is that I'm doing and see where some sort of common ground might might
0: emerge. Right. And related to that, did students assist you with the research and preparation of this book?
1: Absolutely. And as a matter of fact, I, I thank in my acknowledgements my Black Style Seminar from... 2009? No, not 9. 11. Mm-hmm. From 2011. which <clears throat> was a terrific class. Um, maybe about 9, 10 students. I assigned the book in manuscript form. Uh, and they read it, you know, on 8 by 10, you know, Times, New Roman, 12 point, double spaced. And it's almost in... The, the version that, that actually made it. There was one chapter that got cut, there was one chapter that got added. Other than, other than that, it's pretty much what they read. And our in-class discussion was really interesting in terms of helping me know what I should focus on and what I shouldn't, what I should emphasize and what needs to be de-emphasized, how it worked in terms of the actual reading process because they didn't know what they were getting. I, you know, sent them this attachment word file, and they started reading, and then they came into class and shared with me things that were very helpful in terms of the the final disposition of the book itself.
0: So you gave them a great experience of becoming an editor. And they gave me a great experience
1: (laughs) with having readers that I didn't, didn't know weren't related to me, weren't my friends, you know? And while there is this question of, well, gee, they are my students and I'm technically responsible for grading them and therefore there would be this question of how free are they to be candid? That's on me. If I'm a good professor, then they're absolutely free to be candid because I've encouraged them to be candid all the way through the semester about other people's work and then they of roll into my work and hopefully, and I believe it was the case, they were absolutely as candid as, as they were all along. And so, yeah, the feedback was tremendous in that respect.
0: And how would you envision undergraduate students using this book for their study and research? Um, well, for one thing,
1: I, I like, one of the comments on amazon.com uh, that I know is, is from a, a student oddly enough, we've only had an email interaction. I've never actually met this student face-to-face, but she just sent me an email last last semester and said, you know, you you seem like the sort of person that I could send this piece I wrote to, and you could tell me what I think. And ordinarily, those pieces
0: are not exactly (laughs) the
1: sorts of things that you're happy to find in your inbox. I clicked... And it was a really interesting piece of writing. And I gave her a lot of, you know, because it engaged me, I got engaged with it. And then she dropped an email or a, a message on Amazon that basically said, I had no idea scholarly writing could 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 sound like this. You know? She I think she may very well have said something like, I was actually interested. <laughs> this was truly interesting to to behold. What I hope students get from it is, you can take your life, you can examine your life, and you can write about it, you can think about it, and then you can share it. Mm -hmm. And other people can benefit from the thinking that you're doing about your life, whether it's your hair, whether it's your clothes, whether it's your relationship, whether whatever. And if you're thoughtful enough and curious enough and a good enough writer, people could benefit from what it is that you have to say about what you're thinking about, and that that could could work. And then you could also bounce relevant scholarship, other people who are thinking about these things, rope them into what it is that you're thinking about, and hopefully come up with something that people might want to read.
0: Right, well, that's a wonderful example. It may be a bestseller. (laughs) (laughs) That would be nice. (laughs) And our last question. How did Library Services support you in writing this book?
1: Massive, massive books that I checked out of the, uh, out, of, out of Boatwright Library. Um, it was a, a key moment in the book where it moved from me merely examining my journey in terms of this quest to lock my hair and what it meant for me and I, I'm going to do some name dropping, but it's true. I had a conversation with Juno Diaz, the the uh, award winning writer, who, when he heard about my book, he was like, "No, no, 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 no. Here's what you need to do. You need to make this the definitive book about dreadlocks. I'm quoting him, quote unquote, "The definitive book about dreadlocks." You need to do the history. You need to talk about Rasta. You need to talk. Of course, at the time, I was like, "Dude, I think I'm, I think I'm done here." You know, <laughs> you're talking about a, you know, a process that I really don't want to do. But the more I thought about it, the more it made sense to me. And that's when the library was it was immensely helpful. And I everything that I needed was already here or was instantaneously available by virtue of interlibrary loan. And so I was able to take Juno's advice and crack this thing open and make it as much about the hairstyle as it was about me and the hairstyle in ways that I think ultimately worked pretty well. So, yeah, it, I, I don't, this book doesn't exist without the library.
0: Great. Well, thank you, Dr. Ash, for your conversation. Twisted, My Dreadlock Chronicles is available in Boatwright Library, and it's on sale in the University Bookstore.
1: Thank you very much.